are taking over your airwaves. In three, two, one, 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 one. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. All right, everyone, welcome to The Binge Buster Show. Back with you uh, for another exciting addition. Uh, uh, right now, I want to bring on my co-host, cohort, co-conspirator, and tag team partner, I'm talking about rock and roll Chris Plano. Chris, what's going on? Terrific, Tony. Thank you for having me back on. We got a loaded show tonight. I can't believe we're in the month of May. Temperatures are cranking up. Things are hot outside, and things are really hot in the professional wrestling industry. Man, it is like it just seems like every week you hear new, uh, new rumors, more and more rumors uh, taking off and picking up and all this good stuff. So, uh, it is uh, insane some of the things that's that's happening right now in the uh, pro wrestling world, and we're going to get into that here uh, in just a little bit. But before we do that, Chris, man, we got to we got to catch up. I mean, it's it's been a minute since we've had a podcast. It's been a minute, uh, just basically because of life and uh, scheduling, and uh, you know, you've had a lot going on with with you with your work and stuff. I've had a lot going on with with my stuff, and uh, you know, uh, it seems like Chris. Uh, and you, you and I talked about this a, a while ago. I said, you know, Chris, I'm thinking about wine and winding down my wrestling career and it's like now i can't because i'm getting i'm, I'm getting <laughs> more bookings now than man i've had in, in years so and i'm thankful for it and i'm excited for it and uh, i'm just super excited about um about how things are are shaping up and uh and everything so uh really really good news um uh, the uh the so so chris i'll tell you uh, this past saturday uh, I was in Lenore, North Carolina for the NAWA uh, extravaganza show they had there and uh, got to hang out with some of our good friends. Uh, I, I know you, you, uh, some of your good friends as well. Uh, the uh, Probably the greatest tag team in the history of tag team wrestling, the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson. Uh, they were live right there in Lenore, and I got to hang out with them for a little bit. I uh, got to see our, uh, my good friend, uh, Bill Eady, uh, Axe of Demolition, the mass superstar, whatever. Super nice guy. Got to hang out with him. And, Chris, uh, before I get more into that, I got to tell you a funny story. So, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, well, a couple months ago now, um, I had to uh, go and get my physical uh, so that I could renew my South Carolina wrestling license. And so mm-hmm. I'm in my doctor's office, and I've been seeing this doctor now for about 10 years since I've uh, moved here in the uh, Charlotte area. And uh, so I tell him, I was like, you know, I, I, I need to do my physical, and I need you to um, fill out this uh, uh, license uh, so that I can uh, get my um, my wrestling license. And he said, you know, I, I've, I've been your doctor for 10 years, and I've done these wrestling license for you for for a while he goes it just dawned on me that we have a friend a family friend that is a professional wrestler too and i was like oh cool so i'm thinking it's you know an independent guy or whatnot uh it was bill Eady. <laughs> so bill Eady uh-huh. is really good friends with him uh, my doctor and uh so anyway so saturday night when i saw bill 
uh, I mentioned it to him. I said, hey, you know, tell you how small this world is. And I told him, he's like, well, you know, it's kind of funny. He goes, I'm going to go see that doctor Monday, so I'm going to have to tell him, hey, uh, over the weekend I, I ran into one of your patients. I said, yeah, that would be cool. So uh, I thought that was that was really neat. Um, and then I got to um, hang out with uh, Nicola Roberts, or Baby Doll, as most people know her by. And, uh, you know, me and her sit, you know, sit around and talked a little bit and talked about the, uh, uh, you know, her, her great career in uh, Dallas, Texas with Devon Ericks and Gina Hernandez and, of course, Tully Blanchard. And uh, and then, of course, we talked about her husband now, uh, who is also a good friend of mine, Chad Bird. And uh, so uh, so it, it, it was a good night. Got to uh, hang out with those guys and, and not only them, but, you know, uh, another good friend, George South. Uh, hung out with George and and uh, you know uh, one of the coolest things, man. George walks up to me and he said, "Tony, I'm still praying for you and your daughter and uh, everybody and your family, and uh, I pray for you guys every day." And I said, "Well, I really appreciate that, George. So uh, thank you, George, for that. I appreciate that." And uh, and then I'm trying to think if I make sure I'm not leaving anything else out. Oh, and the barbarian uh, was there as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hadn't seen Barb in a while, so I said hi to him. Um, but, but, you know, Chris, the highlight of, of that night was the fact that, you know, uh, a lot of people that, you know, that, that know me really well, my family members and people I went to school with will, will know this story. And Chris, you probably know this story, but I know our listeners at home don't. Um, and I may have talked about this a couple of times on the podcast, but, uh, a lot of people wonder, you know, what got me into pro wrestling, you know? And uh, it was easy. It was simple. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express got me into wrestling. Uh, when I was a little kid, man, 10, 12 years old, uh, my dad's bringing me to the Greensboro Coliseum. And this is the coolest thing. So Saturday night, I get to sit and, uh, and, and, and hang out with Ricky and Robert in the dressing room, and we're talking. So uh, from when I was a kid, my dad uh, used to bring me to the Greensboro Coliseum. And uh, now uh, a lot of people – you know, my family members know this, but but my dad was a very frugal man. He didn't believe in spending a lot of money. Uh, he just thought you need the bare necessities is all you needed. Uh, but when he bring me to these wrestling shows, you know, Chris, I had to have a gimmick. I wanted to get a T-shirt or a uh, mm-hmm. uh, a picture or whatever. And I remember the first, the very first time he ever took me on the the uh, the main event of that show was Rock and Roll Express against the Midnight Express. And uh, Ricky, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Rock Express against Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev. They they had just won the belts from uh, the Russians, and I guess this was like a rematch. Uh, anyway, uh, and so I get there, and I, and they got all these T-shirts, and they and I tell my dad, I want to get this Rock Express T-shirt, and I'll, I'll still never forget this day. The T-shirts were twelve dollars. My dad's like, listen. These shirts cost more than the tickets that we that we bought, and, and I guess uh-huh. back then tickets were like five or ten bucks or whatever they were. Um, right. And he's like, "I'm not doing that." And I was like, "Dad, come on, please! I I, I gotta have me a Rock and Express T-shirt." And he goes, "Well, you already, I already bought you one." And of course, he bought me a bootleg Rock and Roll shirt from a local T-shirt shop in town. But uh, they had these bandanas uh, that had the it said Ricky and Robert Rock and Express. Um, so he bought me two of the bandanas. So I had a pink one. Uh, that, that, that night they only had two colors. They had a yellow one, uh, and pink. So I bought both of them. Uh, and over the years I'd gotten Ricky to sign it, but, uh, I never got Robert. So I bring that bandana in and I show it to Robert. I'm like, Robert, could you sign this for me? And he don't say yes. 
Instead, he says, Tony, can I please have this bandana? <laughs> I was like, come no. on. I'm like, Robert, come on, brother. No. You know, I've had this thing since 1986, 85. And he's like, Tony, you don't understand, man. He said, I don't have any of these. And it well. would be so great to have this. He goes, I'll sign it. I'm going to frame it, put it in my house. Uh, and uh, and, he, and he said, I really appreciate it if you let me have it. And he said, and I got some more bandanas uh, coming from the – for for the farewell tour, he goes, as soon as they come in, I'll give you one of those. And I'm like, all right, that's fair. I thought to myself, you know, I got another one at home. It's no big deal, whatever. So, uh, and then Ricky thanked me for it. He said, Tony, you don't understand, man. He said, you know, we we, we don't have a lot of stuff from the old, from the Crockett days. And so, occasionally, it's, you know, somebody has something and they let us have it. So, he said, I promise I'll take good care of it for you. I said, okay. So, so, so I, I got to give Robert the bandana and then uh, I got to share with Robert, you know, what got me into wrestling. And I told him, I said, you know, uh, watching you and Ricky, I said, I remember that night I came I came there and uh, I saw you and Ricky trying to get to the ring and all the girls ripping your shirts off. And I said, I looked at my dad and told my dad, I'm going to do that one day. <laughs> I said, so thank you. Right. And uh, so he said, that was really cool. So uh, it was neat hanging out with them. And, he, you know, he said, you know, he thanked me for the bandana and he thanked me for uh, – um, uh, for sharing the story of of me getting into wrestling, so uh, so had a you know had a good time with with a rock and roll, um, and then from there I was you know drove back home and relaxed, and then I logged on to Facebook for a minute, looked and saw that rock and roll Chris Plano had a couple concerts last weekend. Uh, Chris, you you know, tell the people about that. Boy, well, great story about the Rock and Roll Express there and, and Ricky Martin and Robert Gibson. Great, great memories. Uh, but uh, probably it was true what they're saying. They lost a lot of their stuff along the way or <laughs> people took it from them and, you know, they just never got some of that Crockett stuff back. So good stuff there, Tony. Uh, yeah, wow. What, I did three, I did, uh, what, three concerts in, in, in seven nights, right? Not right. this past Saturday. The one before it went down to um, Billy Joel at Bank of America Stadium and, uh, um, the man that was in the New York state of mind, man, he, he could still do it at 72 up there. The piano man, uh, that's awesome. uh, rocked out, rocked out the stadium. I think he played 24, 25 songs and whew, brought back some memories there as a kid, uh, growing up you know, outside of New York and Connecticut. And, uh, um, it was a bucket list. Probably will never see him again. It was a one shot deal and it was a great time. And, um, and then just, uh, five nights later, journey and, and Toto came to town at, at the spectrum center. And, uh, you know, uh, uh Neil Sean on guitar still, I, I know it's not Steve Perry up there singing, but, um, Hey, they're still rapping the hits out. And, and, and Tony, I'm going to tell you, man, Toto, they put on a heck of a show and boy, do they have some hits, man, as a band. Yeah, they do. Uh, I, I love Toto. I mean, they played hold the line, Rosanna, Africa. Um, I won't, uh, for, you know, whatever that song is, I they have a couple of huge radio hits that were slow songs that uh-huh. were huge in the eighties as well. And, uh, um, you know, wow, man, they really, uh, they played a couple of Beatles cover songs as well. And, uh, they, they played a hell of a show for a little over an hour before journey came on. And, uh, I didn't realize, you know, they had so many hits in, in, in the catalog until you heard them. Right, yeah. You know. Yeah, well you you know um you know in the 80s uh I I mean I like music but uh 
when, when I was a young kid growing up, the only music I'd ever listen to, uh, it, it would have to be a, a, a song that was a wrestling theme song. I, I wasn't quite in the music yet like I was wrestling, but uh, if if there was a song out that a wrestler used, uh, then I liked that, you know. Uh, but so I never really was into Toto other than uh, hear, hearing the song Africa on the radio 24-7, it seemed like, in the 80s. Um, but fast forward, you know, I, I get a little you know, older and start getting more into music. And, dude, the first time I heard Hold the Line, I'm like, oh, my God, this song is freaking awesome. And so, mm-hmm. and even to this day, it remains one of my favorites. So uh, when I saw that, that you had went down to um, to uh, to see them, I was so excited for you getting to go. And I was jealous that I didn't get to join you. But, uh, unfortunately, I had bookings. I was booked with the uh, PWF uh, that weekend uh, for uh, for for um, uh, Billy Joel, and then I was booked again the uh, following weekend with the NAWA for uh, uh, the other one. So uh, missed those missed those concerts, but I can tell you something right now, Chris. The one concert I am not gonna miss is the one that we, that we've been waiting to see for two years coming. <laughs> Motley right. Crue, Poison, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. counting down every day, man, on my on my calendar. My uh, my wife came to me a couple weeks ago and said, "Hey, don't forget, we're going to Georgia the end of June." Uh, I'm like, "Okay, yeah. cool." And I'm looking at the date, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" The Motley Crue concert is also the end of June here in mm-hmm. Charlotte, June 28th. Um, excuse me. So the cool thing is, I'm going to see Motley Crue on the 28th, and on the uh, uh, the very next day we leave to go to Georgia uh, and we're going to be right. down in Covington uh, and Atlanta area uh, for the, uh, for the July. So, uh, so Perfect I'm, I'm ex- timing. yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about that. You know, I'm going to go uh, school uh, here in, here in Charlotte or where I work at the uh, school area uh, schools. Uh, the last day of school is I think June the 9th. And then June the 10th, we're loading up the car and we're going down to uh, Cherry Grove and uh, hang out at the beach for a week. And I'm going right. to work on my suntan so that when I get to the Motley Crue concert, uh, you know, the end of the month, I'm going to be nice and tan and ready to rock and roll. So <laughs> I'm excited. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Tony, I'm going to tell you what, I really took advantage of the Billy Joel concert, you know, um, not this past Saturday, the Saturday before, but then. This past Saturday, I was back at Bank of America Stadium for yet another concert. It was it was Kenny Chesney and Dan and Shay, Old Dominion, and Carly Pierce. Uh, so I know the lay of the land of Bank of America Stadium now after two stadium shows there, and it was pretty much the same exact setup each Saturday night. And I'm I'm going to guess Motley Crue is going to be somewhat of the same setup. Might be a little different, but I definitely know the lay of the land now, and I think that's going to be a little bit of an advantage going into um, that particular show. That is the next concert there, I believe, at the stadium in early, in uh, late June. But I heard also on, and, and hey, Kenny's Chesney was great. Um, we, I'll be honest with you, we missed Old Dominion and Carly Pierce. We were having a having a good time in the parking lot, if you know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, uh, and we kind of yeah. were slow getting in. And, but, hey, we saw it. It was definitely a different kind of show for me. But it was it was fun to go to. I did know a couple of songs. I will say I did not know the majority of them. But it was nice to see Charlotte alive, Uptown Charlotte alive. The stadium lights on, and you know, a lot of activity. 
Um, but Tony, if I'm not mistaken, I think I did hear today or yesterday that Motley's going back in the studio next week for some practice for the stadium tour. Yes. If I was reading correctly. So it seems like the bands are coming together because that tour is about to kick off here. And if they start on time within the next, you know, five to six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard that too. I saw that on Nikki Six's uh, Instagram that uh, he's getting ready, you know, the, the guys are getting ready to get together next week and start rehearsals. Uh, incidentally, uh, you know, tonight we're uh, recording this podcast and we're recording it on um, May the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. Uh, but the cool thing is I have, uh, we got to say happy birthday to, uh, you know, the greatest, uh, you know, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Uh, it is, uh, we got, we got to wish this happy birthday to, uh, Mick Mars of Motley Crue. Today is his 71st birthday. Mm. So, uh, make, make sure as, as the night winds down, uh, make sure you go on there on Motley Crue's Facebook page or Twitter or wherever you see, follow them and, uh, make sure we all wish Mr. Mick Mars, uh, a happy birthday. 71 years old, man, still out or going to be out rocking and rolling. And, uh, and Chris, you know, you, you touched on it a little bit ago earlier. You said Billy Joel was 70. Uh, Paul Stanley, Gene 72. Simmons, 72, yeah. right. Uh, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, they're in their seventies. Um, I believe. And they're and still tour yeah. Jagger. I mean, I'm telling you something, Chris, people can say what they say, what they want to say about rock stars. Uh, but man, they're living a long time and they're still doing, uh, what they're doing. And speaking the seventies, did you happen to catch a glimpse? I think I shared it on my Facebook page, but a couple of weeks ago, Rick Flair was, uh, was over hanging out over at Jay Lethal's house and they were in the ring working out. Look like Rick Flair was having a five-star match at 72 years old. Did uh, you happen to, or 74 years old, did did, 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 did you uh, get a chance to catch that, Chris? Yeah, I did. I did catch the clip of it, and it seemed like, uh, you know, it seemed like both guys were having a good time in the ring. They were doing a, a wide variety of moves, and, you know, obviously some of uh, uh, Flair's, uh, you, know, you know, classics in the ring. and. Um, but hey, you know, I mean, yeah, what the heck? You never know. Flair looked good. Lethal looked good. I mean, and uh, um, you know, they were using a smaller ring than normal than what you see on television. But uh, hey, you know, you know, Flair could still go go in the ring, not for very long if he was, you know. But you know, I don't know if I still want to step in the ring with them. You know, he's still he's still the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, for that that that's for sure. Uh, you know, and uh, I I think his career. Uh, I mean, he he's he's the greatest for a reason. And uh, you know, I think now at seventy four years old, he can still go in there and put on a match better than most guys that we see today. So uh, great thing. Now speaking of that, Chris, I want to uh, touch base real fast before we get into the podcast tonight. But um, two weeks ago, the uh, promoters there at PWF uh, they give me a call. And they said, uh, Tone, uh, we, uh, we, you know, we, uh, we're, we're going to need you, uh, you know, at, at the show this Saturday. Um, here's the deal. Uh, we're, we're doing a fundraiser at this high school. And, uh, uh since, since it is a fundraiser, we, we, uh, won't want you to come in, 
and worked and worked this. And I said, sure, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever. Uh, I'll come in and, and do whatever you need me to do. And they said, well, uh, we uh, want you to get in the ring with a uh, couple of high school coaches slash teachers. Um, and, uh, and I, and I want you to, uh, have a match with them. And I'm like, okay, you know, uh, I can do this. And so I said, I asked, I, 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 yeah, I get there and I'm like, okay, have these guys had any training? They, they says, well, no, because, but, but they will as soon as you get in the ring with them. And I'm like, okay, let's, I can do this. I used to run a wrestling school. I trained a few guys, so let me get in there. So Chris, I got in the ring with these two two guys, and uh, and man, they they uh, really uh, put their heart and soul, um, you know, into uh, making making this match, and it, and it was it was really good. Um, but the uh, the cool thing um, was uh, we I got in the ring with them. Um, I I got there, you know. A couple hours earlier uh, than than showtime, and worked out with these guys in the ring, Chris, for like two hours, and I taught them, you know, some of the, the basics, you know, how to tell them how to lock up, and uh, taught them how to how to do body slams and all this kind of stuff, right, Chris? So we get mm-hmm. in the ring, uh, me and my partner come out, and then uh, and then the uh, the coaches come down, and uh, and dude, when when they when they came out and they came into the ring. Um, it was a, it was a huge, they, they got a huge pop. I mean, they really did. And, and I, and I know, I mean, you know, they're hometown boys, uh, and we're our, we are wrestling at their school. So, you know, why, why would they not? But, uh, let me tell you, uh, those, those two teachers, Blake Barron and Pete Stone was their name. Um, we get in the ring, Chris, and, uh, uh, we lock up uh, my, my my partner and one of the and uh, one of the teachers there started the match out and uh, when they got in the ring and uh, they locked up you know uh, all the students was probably expecting us to just kill them and uh, first thing they did was they they body slam they 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 gave my my partner a body slam and Chris you talk about a pop man that place went nuts and uh, but long story short we got in the ring and, and we worked a good match. And when we got done, we had people in the back telling us that that that, that was like one of the best matches of the night. That and that the crowd was the loudest, uh, which is saying a lot. And uh, I was very proud uh, of of that um, because you know I've been in the wrestling business now almost thirty years. I, I I've done everything in the business. I've been a promoter. Uh, manager, referee, wrestler, trainer, popcorn salesman. I mean, I've done it all, right? Um, right. But but it was very fulfilling to me uh, to to know that just working working with these guys in the ring for a couple hours before the show, uh, they were able to come out and the and the teachers' wives came up to me and said, "Hey, I I I, I really thought these guys had been wrestling for a long time," and then the principal came up and said how long have you guys been wrestling they said tonight is our first match so she was excited but but the coolest thing chris one of the teachers came up came up to me and he thanked me for taking the time and teaching him you know uh, uh you know how to work and he told me he that, that 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 match that he had with me uh and my partner um 
uh, was like the greatest moment of his life. He's like, aside of marrying my wife and my kids, having my kids, he's like, this was the greatest moment of my life, and I want to thank you for that. Now, me as a as a person, as a wrestler, um, that made me feel good because I felt like, you know, I'm giving back. I'm giving back. I I, I help somebody, uh, you know, live out their childhood dream because these guys may never wrestle again it may be the only thing right. only time um so for for me to be able to to help them have that moment uh it, it was it, for me it was better than winning a championship belt um because I, I like putting smiles on people's faces and to see how happy uh that the teachers were but not only that but all the kids because of course when they beat us you know, all the kids come in the ring and, and celebrate with them. So it, it, it was a good moment. Uh, so that, that was a great show. I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Now, Man, that's a great story. Great stuff, Tony. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure the place was electric, you know, the second they hit the ring. And I, I, I know you work in the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was uh, you know, but, hey. You know, I, I'm sure if, if the PWF comes back there again, you never know. There could always be a rematch, and uh, you might have to have something up your sleeve this time for these guys, and uh, we're not going to take them oh, oh so lightly the second time around. Yeah, we're definitely definitely not. Uh, now, uh, fast forward, The uh, it seems like, Chris, every time it's like the PWF has a show, and that show's good, and that show's big, and then they have another show, and that show's bigger. And then they have another show. And it's like every time they have a show, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and so I feel like, uh, you know, PWF is really uh, going to make an impact. Or they, they've they already have made an impact. Uh, but some of these other organizations around the Carolinas that are running these big shows, uh, PWF's knocking on, on their doors, man. It, 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 I mean, they're, they're bringing in some big stars. Uh, now the next event coming up for the PWF um, is Saturday, May the fourteenth. Uh, it's taking place in York, South Carolina, at the York Comprehensive High School, uh, right there uh, on uh, Alexander Love Highway. Doors are going to be open up at five p.m. Bell time seven thirty. Uh, now the cool thing about this show, uh, Chris is uh they've got some big stars not 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 just me <laughs> not just me but we got some big stars coming on this show um Jerry the King Lawler the voice of most of our childhood uh but for me it was his wrestling there in mid south that really got me hooked but Jerry the King Lawler is going to be there and in action uh also a, a good friend of ours Handsome Jimmy, the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant, he's going to be there in action. Mm-hmm. And guess who he's wrestling? Yours truly. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Boogie's bringing a couple guys with him, and I'm going to pick a couple mm-hmm. guys with me. We're going to have a good six-man tag. Uh, I think it's Jimmy Valiant and the Soul Patrol uh, taking on me. And uh, I'm right now I'm not going to tell you who my partners are. I'm going to keep it a little secret. Uh, so you fans tune in next week to the binge buster show to find out who my partners are going to be. Um, well, well, Tony, I know you'll be ready for that six man tag and yeah, keep, keep your partners under wrap. You want to keep the boogeyman guessing the whole night. That's right. Uh, some mystery partners for you, but I, I, I know in the ring, I know in the ring, if you get that tag or you're starting the match out, I know where your finger's pointing at. Yep. 
you're going to want him in the ring. That's right. Teacher, <laughs> you, teacher versus student, baby. Teacher versus yeah, student. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you own for the last couple of matches here, and you might get your payback in. York might get a, uh, an entertaining match that evening more than they bargained for. That's right. Me and the Boogie Woogie Man. Uh, and, mm. then, and then from there, uh, we got AEW uh, stars, greatest tag team right now, the FTR, Dax Hardwood, and Cash Wheeler are going to be there as well in tag team action. Uh, and in their corner, their manager for the night, this is really going to blow you away, Chris, the hardcore legend himself, Mick Foley, is going to be there. Three faces of Foley uh, is going to be right there in um, in FTR's corner uh, as wow. they uh, take on Master and Machine, another a uh, couple of young kids coming out of AEW. So, uh, great, great night of action. Uh, before we talk about it anymore, I want to uh, go to this interview I got right now with uh, the hardcore legend himself, Mick Foley, on his uh, talking about his appearance here in the PWF. Hello, York, South Carolina. It's a hardcore legend, Mick Foley urging you to go over to pwflive.com, pick up tickets to the May 14th event at York Comprehensive High School. I, I got it. I got it. Not only will I be signing autographs there, but for the first time ever, I will be managing the FTR, the best tag team in the world, Cash and Dash. And now they got me on their side. I'll see you in York, South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, Chris, that, that, I, I'm sitting here now listening. To this, I'm getting goosebumps, man. This this, this show or this event is going to be just just tremendous. You definitely don't want to miss it. So uh, make they sure fans get out. your tickets. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're pulling out all the stops. Your comprehensive high school is going to be on fire May 14th. I mean, and I'm going to tell you right now, those guys taking on FTR, not only do you have FTR across the ring, you got the hardcore legend in their corner. I don't know if I'd want to. I think I'd be stepping out of the ropes and heading back to the locker room for the evening. Uh, I'm <laughs> telling you. At night. Uh, mean, but, hey, you know, it's going to be a great night. Boogie's on the show. I mean, so many stars coming to town. I mean, man, dollar for dollar, it's going to be your best form of entertainment. Get a picture with Mick Foley. Get an autograph. Talk to the boogeyman. Talk to yours truly, Tony. I know you'll be out there taking pictures and, I mean, man, it's going to be a, a great night of, 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 of wrestling right in your hometown, and, and you got to you got to support it. Yeah, and uh, and the and the cool thing about uh, about this event uh, there in York, South Carolina, it's just a a small drive uh, from anywhere in the you know in the Carolinas, Charlotte, Greensboro, uh, Hickory uh, area. Just get in your car, hello to the family, uh, head down. Uh, and uh, but but make sure you get there early because I'm uh, I know this 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 show or this event is definitely going to sell out. Uh, it's going to be jam packed, and uh, we 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 I mean PWF has got uh, some huge stars uh, on this show, uh, and it's going to be um, it's going to be like like you said, Chris, on fire. Uh, some of the matches uh, already signed. Uh, like I said, Master and Machine. Take on FTR, uh, and uh, like I said, yours truly, Tony Binge is teaming up. I uh, got a, a couple partners, and we're going to be taking on uh, Handsome Jimmy, the Boogie Woogie Man, Valiant, and Soul Patrol. Uh, and then there, there's tons more matches. 
that are going to be um, you know, announced uh, in the next few weeks. And to find out what those matches are, you got to make sure you go follow the Patriotic Wrestling Federation on uh, Facebook. And uh, also, uh, if you want to get your tickets, not if, but get your tickets um, at pwflive.com. Uh, and if you go online right now, there there are some discounted tickets available. Uh, and those uh, tickets, I think, will only be available uh, until the day of the show. And after that, you'll have to purchase your tickets probably at the door. Um, if there's any left, I don't anticipate many being left, Chris. I anticipate this, this thing to sell out. Um, this event is uh, sponsored uh, by um, the... Uh, the York Comprehensive High School. It is a, a fundraiser for this high school, uh, and uh, and also, uh, Chris, I believe uh, I might be pulling double duty that night, as uh, I believe there there's a couple more teachers that want to try their uh, their hand. Oh man! So uh, I, I believe I, I believe I might be pulling a double duty that night. Um, but then again, I might I might be bringing, or uh, you know, I, I, I might have to get my. Uh, my good friend, the Golden Gladiator, number three, a call and have him fill my uh, take take my spot against those teachers because I'm definitely going to be in there uh, against Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. So, uh, but a great night of wrestling action, uh, tons of uh, matches still yet mm-hmm. to be announced, uh, but definitely you're 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 going to come there, buy your ticket, get in line, get your picture taken with the WWE Hall of Famers Jerry the King Lawler, Jimmy Valiant, and uh, Mick Foley, uh, three of the, all, all three of those guys are uh, huge stars from uh, from the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and uh, you know not very often do you get a chance to uh, uh, come out and meet Mick Foley uh, or Jerry the King Lawler because they they um, don't do a lot of these appearances. So when they do, make sure you uh, get out there and check it out. So here's your opportunity to get out there and meet. Um, the uh, hardcore legend himself, Mick Foley, uh, the uh, my trainer and good friend, handsome Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant and Jerry the King Lawler, uh, they will be there doing pictures and autographs, uh, and as as is uh, FTR, which right now they're the hottest team on on television. Uh, so not very often do you have the opportunity to uh, sit down and and uh, and talk to these huge stars. So this is your opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. Make sure that you um, go on pwflive.com and pick up your tickets. Uh, Chris, or what about you, man? Are you, are you, are you going to be there in my corner help, helping me uh, fend off the boogie-woogie man? <laughs> might have to, Tony. Might have to hit this one on May 14th there. It sounds like you're going to have your hands full. Of course, you know, you could get in the ring and, grab the microphone and say, well, I'm going to whip up on these couple of teachers for a little warm-up match for you before you get the old man in the ring. That, that, <laughs> You're going to slap him hey, around a little bit. See, <laughs> see, You're going to break a little sweat first. Right. See, this is why I need you to be my manager so you can help me <laughs> give me these thoughts here. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, it's, it. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a, a, it's definitely going to be a great time. It's de- if, if, for, yeah, no, it's going to be a great family. time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, um, but yeah, you're definitely going to have to, you know, you know, plot yourself accordingly if you do have double duty that evening. And, uh, uh of course you may want to take the teachers on first just to break a sweat. And then you focus on the boogeyman maybe versus the other way around, but we'll see how the lineup comes out that evening. But either way, 
I know you'll be ready for, uh, for, for, for both matches, but definitely going to have to approach them both very differently as well. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely going to, going to be a, uh, a tremendous night of wrestling action, um, for the whole family, the whole family can bring the family mm-hmm. out, uh, and then, uh, enjoy, uh, all this, uh, great, uh, wrestling action here, uh, in York, South Carolina. So make sure you, uh, tune in next week, um, as we, uh, discuss, you know, more in depth, uh, I'm sure by next week, I'll, I'll have a list of more matches that have been signed and will be signed. Uh, so it's definitely going to be great, uh, to, um, to, uh, Come out to the PWF and hang out with uh, all those legends, and uh, and of course it's going to be fun for me to beat up a legend. So make sure you get your tickets to come out and uh, check that out, man. Chris, do uh, do uh, you have anything else before we go off the air tonight? Uh no, Tony. It's been a great show. There's just so much happening, you know, in the pro wrestling business and just in general, man. It's just wide open right now, and it's it's ne- it's a great time to be a music fan right now there's so many bands going out and tours and concerts it's going to be a a great year for 2022 for the music industry and the concert industry and then of course for the pro wrestling industry i mean whether it's WWE AEW Ring of Honor you know uh, with TNA wrestling in the in the independent league and seeing it's on, it's all on fire from top to bottom yeah, I mean, I can't wait to uh, to uh, see how how everything unfolds. Um, but like you said, man, it's it's great. Uh, it's uh it's gonna be a great time uh, to be a wrestling fan, a rock and roll fan, and uh, everything in between. So uh, also, I'll tell all the fans too. Uh, everyone that that will um, that that buys a ticket to the PWF Live. Uh, and comes to the show, I'm going to be giving away free Binge Buster merch. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have a, have a few things there to give away. Uh, so uh, so make sure that, that, that you show up to the PWF Live uh, to get your free Binge Buster uh, show merch. Uh, so I'm going to have some stuff there available that, at the PWF Live. For first time ever, Binge Buster uh, merchandise. So, uh, all that's going to be there as well. Um, May 14th there in, uh, York, South Carolina. Well, Chris, man, thank you for joining me this week. And, uh, we finally got, got, got back together and was able to, uh, put a little show together next week. Fans will have a, another show and we'll talk more about the PWF. Uh, but next week, uh, Chris and I are, are, are going to go into the vault and we're going to, we're going to bring something out. So make sure you tune in next week for that. Absolutely, Tony. Looking forward to it. Next week will be on fire. You'll be just a few days away from the PWF show, and uh, we'll have more scoop on the pro wrestling scene, the independent wrestling scene, and and, and the music scene in, in general. And uh, looking forward to it. And um, I appreciate all the fans for listening each and every week and being loyal and dedicated. And hey, Tony, don't put nothing by him. The first guy at your table for that Benge Buster merch might be the Boogie Woogie Man. That's right. Off your table, you, you can, the match should start right there. Right there at the gimmick <laughs> table, man. Ah, right Ball there at the gimmick table, and more the bell even rings. I can, I can hear Boogie now, Tony, baby. It's ball and sprawling, <laughs> climb the wall, old time jubilee. Yeah, it's gonna flow like wine. <laughs> I can there hear him saying it. Well, now. You never know what can happen. 
You never know with the boogie woogie man's in town. All right, fans. That's right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us, and we will see you next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform. 